Welcome back to Behind the Curtain podcast feed. It's been a while. It's been maybe a whole year. And for those of you who have kept listening without me actually having to do anything, thank you. It is now the beginning of 2019. Happy New Year to everyone. I hope uh, you had a fantastic 2018. And as we begin 2019, it's off to a great start. So what we're going to do a little bit different this year is we're going to introduce a new show. It's going to be called Starter Kit, where I bring on a guest of my choosing who is extremely passionate about something in their life. And then they're going to give us three tips, three ideas, or three things about how to get into what they're passionate about. And to begin our pilot episode for this season, I have Andrea Pender with me a longtime supporter of the show in its earliest days, and I'm so excited about this today. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, Andy. So what is it that you're going to be presenting to us today? So today we are going to be talking all about being vegan. Ooh. (laughs) So for those of you who are starting 2019 with some resolutions, maybe a goal, and are maybe interested in maybe changing something about themselves, maybe bettering themselves in some aspect, this could be a great starting point for you. So thank you for coming along and we'll begin the show. So Andrea, how long have you been vegan? Okay, so I went vegan about five and a half years ago. Mm. And I actually have two dates that I put on my calendar to remember. I have a milk-free date Uh and then a vegan date. So we can get into that a little bit later. Okay. What were your thoughts before you became vegan? How did you look at that world? So I'll be perfectly honest. I grew up on a farm, uh-huh. and I was a meat and potatoes kind Ooh. of person. And I literally would look at people who were vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian, and I would just say, why would you ever limit your diet <laughs> unless you have an allergy? Uh-huh. Like, that's dumb. Why would you do this to yourself? You, you just couldn't see anything past that. No, and I was very picky. So I was meat And potatoes. Mm. Like, I mean, we're talking no green vegetables. I didn't want to... So I had my five things that I wanted to eat. Uh And why would I eat something else? Yeah, and that was like an everyday thing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why make a change? Those are are great. Why why would you want to change? So how did your change begin? Okay, so I have a very good friend of mine, Nicole Rosemeyer, and... One year she calls me up and she said, you know what? I think I'm going to go vegetarian for Lent. Hmm. And I was like, okay, you're, you're not cooking for me. That's yeah. great. Go for it. And so after Lent, she stayed vegetarian. And then the next year she said, hey, I think I'm going to go vegan for Lent. Uh-huh. And again, I'm like, okay, you're not cooking for me. That's great. Good for you. <laughs> and then she just kept talking and talking And I thought, I'm going to challenge myself to see if I could go without milk just for 30 days. Uh So that is how my change started. And then that's where the two dates that you have, Mm -hmm. the milk-free one and then the the full vegan. Full vegan. Mm -hmm. And then just for those out there, could you uh, explain the difference between vegetarian and vegan? Sure. So um, vegan is no animal products at all. Um, vegetarians will do, um, milk and cheese. So like dairy products, Uh things like that. Um, 
did I say eggs? Sometimes eggs. So did, yeah, dairy. Mm-hmm. So you, and then you didn't start with one and then go into the other one. You went straight, no animal product. I gave up milk and then I went straight vegan. Okay. Yep. So in the beginning, your friend Rose. Nicole. Nicole. Mm-hmm. Were you guys? Were you alone or were, were you and Nicole in constant contact? So she lives in Florida uh-huh. and I'm here in Texas. Ooh. So. And imagine in Texas, guys. Right. Yeah, Texas. Which actually, Dallas has been voted one of the most vegan-friendly cities in the U.S., believe it or not. Hmm. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Uh, Yeah. So it was lots of phone calls with her. What do I do with this? What do I do with that? Like, what type of questions were you asking? um, A lot of them were, well, this is what I used to make. What what can I make now? Oh, the substitute. Like, I, I used to eat scrambled eggs for breakfast. What do you eat for breakfast? You know, those kinds of little things that seem simple to me now, but at the very beginning. The secret I, of the everyday I had no thing. clue. Yeah. Okay. okay. So once you started this new lifestyle, what was the biggest change that you noticed about yourself? The biggest thing I noticed was all of my awareness. So I'm now aware of where our food comes from. Mm. We all know really where it comes from the store the grocery store from the grocery store um so i've really educated myself on factory farming versus family farms organic farming uh all all these different things i'm just aware of all so that word is is thrown a lot out there in product placement organic 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 is there really some truth to that or there really is so it's interesting and don't quote me on this but Farms have to be chemical-free for years and years and years before they can call themselves organic. Ooh. So it's it's a pretty big deal when a farm decides to go from conventional farming to organic farming because they have seven years where, seven. where they can't advertise it as organic because it's not there yet. So, so it's interesting. So you mentioned, so you're originally from... Indiana. Indiana. Mm-hmm. You grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. Um, so who owns that farm? So it's my dad. I Uh grew up on a stone quarry. So all the land that was quarried, um, you know, you're not going to quarry it all at once. So all of that was farmland. So we would lease that out to farmers to Uh grow soybeans, corn, hay. Those are pretty much the primary alfalfa. I like alfalfa. (laughs) It's kind of weird. Getting into the details of farming here. So has that farm gone organic? No. Since you no. No. Because it takes so long. I'm sure it would never will. It would never. You could never think it would get Mm -mm. there. Hmm. A lot of if I'm if I understand it correctly, a lot of these organic farms are smaller outfits, maybe a hundred acres or smaller. Maybe it's a ten acre section that they take from their thousands of acres that they have. So. And that's, because um, I, I think you typically see that in maybe the smaller markets, mm-hmm. the smaller grocery stores, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. I guess maybe that's the correlation there. So actually, believe it or not, Walmart uh-huh. sells the most organic produce, like, ever. Ever. Because it makes sense, because there's a million Walmarts. Yeah. So they should be sold There's the one most. in every town, no? Right. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, not the organic expert. <laughs> no, but I, I, I've always been curious about that because like you see that everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. well, is it really organic? Is it really worth paying the extra two dollars mm-hmm. from the regular stuff? Yeah, and I think with that, there's kind of do do your research. You know, I mean, bananas. It's only like pennies more. Yeah. 
But then there's the argument that you don't necessarily need it to be organic because of the thick It's supposed cover. to be natural. Yeah. yeah. So, hmm. anyway. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> so, you're making this change about you and you're going through the process. What did people say about you? So, it's really interesting. I feel like there's two the two spectrums. So, believe it or not, people are mean. And that yeah. was very unexpected. Oh. Food is really personal to people. Yeah. And you don't realize that until you're telling someone that made you something, no, thank you. I mean, you can be very pleasant and have your manners. Um, but there's a lot of people that can be just very mean about it, Ugh. which I wasn't expecting. And now I kind of coach people like, hey, this is, this is what's gonna this is happen. going to happen. Just be prepared. And how did you deal with that? I, I try to make my eating habits a non-issue. Have a kale chip in their mouth or something. <laughs> no, no kale chip. <laughs> Let's give them something really tasty. <laughs> Some vegan cupcakes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I try to just change the subject. That seems to be the easiest thing when people get a little frustrated. Yeah. To be honest, I, I think when people get mean, I think deep down they know they should be making a change of some sort. Uh. And I've made it right in front of them and they can't deny it. Hmm. I think that says a lot about our society now. You know, like when mm-hmm. we encounter that change and we make a big fuss about it, but... And then there's other people who are super awesome and nice and they want to tell me more. Like, this is really interesting. I don't know anything about this. I want to know everything. I I like that thought, the point you made about how food is personal. It's very personal. And then I've never really thought about it that way, but it's true because, like, you wake up in the day. How are you going to start your day? Well, I'm going to have a bowl of cereal. I'm going to have food. Like, our schedule revolves around food. You know, breakfast, lunch, and um, dinner. Right. Yes, so, my life revolves around. Food. I mean, but it, it, it does. It, it's in that rhythm of mm-hmm. every single day. Well, and you don't realize how many if there's um, a cookout or if there is a Friday night with your friends, a pitch in dinner. Yeah, because uh, our community aspect in life is mm-hmm. is so revolved around. I'm um, I'm going to go hang out with my friends later this afternoon, and what's what do we do? You, you eat vegan food. You you you, chat, you yeah you sit down and you have a meal together. Right. That's right. a, that's the communal experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how long did it take you to ease into your new lifestyle? You know, it's interesting. Sometimes I feel like I've been vegan forever yeah. at this point. Like I don't remember some of the things that I used to make. And then other times I feel like it's still a struggle. Because when I first met you, you're probably maybe three years into Probably, it. probably. Yeah, and then just meeting you... It was a part of you. I, I didn't have to think about... I mean, people would ask you those like those dumb questions and stuff. All the time. But I was like, it's just... It's normal to her. Like, and it's normal to me. I don't have to... Ima- I didn't even have to like try to imagine what were you like. Maybe every now and then I would ask you a question about something specific. But mm-hmm. I just assumed it was all part of you. Yeah. Mm. All right. So we're going to begin with... Uh, Andrew's tip number one on how to become vegan or easing into that type of lifestyle. So, Andrew, what is your first tip? Um, so, I would say research. We need to figure out where we're going to start, how we're going to make this happen. Um, and 
my biggest thing was having my friend Nicole Rosemeyer. Mm-hmm. So she really helped me um, really figure out what I wanted to do with everything, where I needed to go, and then my yoga community. So not everyone that's a yogi is vegan, but it's super acceptable there. Okay. Was 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 Nicole or uh, the yoga community the first people that you sought out for that sort of sense of connection? Ah, this is where I belong. This is where I can be comfortable and be myself because you mentioned Kyle community. We mentioned community earlier about food. So now about this new lifestyle, who did you seek that out? Yeah, I, w- I would say, but with, so I call her Rose Meyer. We actually used to teach together. So Rose Meyer is in Florida. And so it was hard because we weren't, you know, next door neighbors yeah. or anything like that. It's a three hour flight. And yeah. So, so that, that's kind of, that's kind of a tough one. Like we would connect over the phone and okay. I would figure things out. Okay. So, yeah. So research. Um, do you remember the real first article that you read about it? Any first piece of information that kind of just hits you on the head and like, ah, the aha moment. I do. So one of the books Rosemeyer recommended for me was the China study. China study. And it's probably an inch and a half thick and it is just research. I don't read research books (laughs) and I'm like, what is this? And I remember we were on our way home from driving home from a vacation and I couldn't put it down. Just page after page after page of all of this research that just totally made sense. Inch and a half? It, all of it. I read all of this information. Um, and it was just talking about how the Chinese diet is compared to the American diet. Yeah, it's huge. So so the Chinese diet, it, it includes meat, but mm-hmm. it's a side item. Or it might be four ounces that a family of four shares. Instead of, you know... I think here in the steakhouse, the minimum is a six ounce. Right, right. Yeah. So... That's for one person, but four ounces for one family? Yeah. Because then they had their side items, which really was the kind of featured item. Mm. And that's the complete opposite of what we do here. Yeah. So it just made sense to me. Yeah. uh, Five-year-old Andrea on the farm, meat and potatoes. meat and potatoes. Give me more. What do you mean the broccoli (laughs) is the hero of the dish? Not going to happen. Yeah. Was there a, a, so when you're reading the China study, is there a piece of information there or something that you read that? So the part that really clicked for me was it talked a lot about breast cancer. Ooh. It talked a lot about uh, heart disease uh-huh. and it talked a lot about high cholesterol and all of those things. We have a big family history in those things. Oh, And so you know, I mean, it's like, it, it kind of works hand in hand. And I always tell Will I'm going to live until I'm like 500 years old. And Will is your husband? Yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, so it's like, well, if, if this truly is causing these diseases and all I have to do is change my diet, yeah. let's see what happens. Maybe I'll live forever. <laughs> yeah. Because that's something that, again, we, we just kind of take for granted. It's part of the routine to wake up every mm-hmm. single day and... Yep. Have food. Right, right. What, what type of food mm-hmm. are we having? Yeah. And then, not to stereotype, but I do see Asian people a little bit thinner than most Americans. And so it's interesting because they're showing now th- now that things are changing, they're taking on our diet. 
And now they're getting heavier and they're getting oh. the diseases that we are. And it's like, no, 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 like stay with what yeah, you're eating. Yeah, yeah. That's what's, that's what you need to be doing. It's healthier. Hmm. Save that thought. We're going to come okay. back to that towards uh, a little bit later okay. in the show. All right. So what's tip number two? Okay. So, um, I took this in a semi baby step as a 30 day personal challenge, uh, to give up milk. So I used to drink two gallons of milk a week, <laughs> just myself. Just milk. Just milk. So every night before I went to bed, I had a giant glass of milk with probably a handful of cookies. <laughs> Were you the poster child for yeah, remember those, that, remember that those, milk, those milk commercials? Got milk. <laughs> yeah, the got milk mustache and everything. They forgot to sponsor me. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I've always drank a ton of milk. So I thought, you know what? If I, my actual words were, if I can give up milk, I can do anything. Oh, there's the bar, there's the line in the sand. Yep. So I didn't think I could do it. I really didn't think I could do it. And what was your love of milk? Why why did you have? I don't know. I loved the flavor. I loved the consistency. I loved dipping my cookies in the milk. Um, I mean, we always grew up with tons of, there was always gallons of milk in the refrigerator. And this was organic. No, this no, was not. This was not. No. This, this, was, <laughs> this the... was when I was five, remember? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the line in the sand is drawn. Mm-hmm. A month's challenge. Mm-hmm. Milk. Boom, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Did you cave? I did not. No. No. Good. So once I, I did drink the rest of the gallon that was left over in my oh, fridge, you're like, you're like, like to start, I'm like, I bought it. I don't need to waste it. Let's enjoy the last glass uh-huh. of milk. And I never bought milk again. Okay. So being vegan is maybe you're, you're switching out certain elements of your diet for mm-hmm. more natural plant style mm-hmm. food. But now you just mentioned, let's not waste. Yes. That's, is that also uh, an aspect of being vegan? So it can be. I, you know, it's, everybody can kind of have their own thing that uh-huh. they're a part of. Um, I am the first person to say to a meat eater, if you buy it, eat it. Something died for that. Uh-huh. And Will hates it when I say that. Mm. But I'm like, get a doggy bag. We'll take this home. He is not vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yes. That's probably another podcast in and of itself. <laughs> we'll, right have, we'll have Will on <laughs> next next episode on uh, being a meat eater. Uh, <laughs> we'll have both sides of the coin here. But I think if you have things, then use it up. It's already been produced. So. Did you have that before your change? Uh, I'm very frugal, so uh-huh. probably yes. Okay. And then this just kind of, I don't want to say, maybe kind of amplified that in your life? or uh, Yes. Yeah. We can go with that. Okay. Amplified. <laughs> I mean, okay. And how did you keep accountability towards your month goal of not drinking milk? I didn't buy it. So ah, if it's not in the house. It's not in the house. You can't eat it. Oh. I mean, I guess I could have gone to a restaurant and ordered a giant glass of milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Waiter. They're like, would you like a soda? No, no. I need a giant glass of yeah. milk. <laughs> Bring me two of those uh, tall <laughs> Give me mugs a, of a glass. tall glass of milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. I, I got to start thinking about that. If mm-hmm. I'm tempted by something, mm-hmm. instead of just having it uh, waiting for me as I get home or waiting yeah. for me in the 
where I know I'm going to find it. Yep. If it's not there, so, you're not going to. So you didn't quit cold turkey. You At, After 30 days. Once, oh, actually, after, you that, did quote. I did. You did quit cold turkey. You didn't ease to it. Like maybe this day I'll have a little bit less and the next day less and less and nope. less. No, you just went. I knew with my personality it is either do it or don't do it. Hmm. Know thyself. Exactly. I think I need to put that on a bumper sticker. Yeah. Know thyself. <laughs> With a glass of milk. With a glass of milk, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay, and then what's going to be... So your first tip was to do your research. Mm-hmm. Your second tip was to semi-baby steps yep. because mm-hmm. you did a full 30-day challenge, which isn't, isn't anything to shrug off. No, and during those 30 days, I was still eating, I mean... Meat. Mm-hmm. I was still okay. eating. I was still doing. Okay. I, it was just no milk. It was just no milk. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what month of the year it was? Yes, I wrote it down uh, <laughs> because I'm like that. Uh, that's fine. So it was June 25th, 2013. June tw- Hottest day <laughs> of the year. Ron Burgundy would agree that milk was a bad choice uh, for June. But And during that time, are you. What's going through your mind? Because you've given up milk, but you're still eating all these other things that you would normally eat. Are you having some sort of internal conflict with yourself? So my, I would say my internal conflict is I know when I set my mind to something, I will do it. Uh-huh. But now what? Like I, oh, like, like I knew I could do you're it. You're competitive. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, well, so I know I'm going to give up this milk, but what does this mean? Because I can't go back because then that means... Because you've... You've, yeah, otherwise you're a quitter and... Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you, so as you're, th- as you're going through this, you're ready to make the full jump at the end of the month. That's my only option. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you run any marathons by the chair? Any extreme sport? Do you jump out of planes or... Uh, yoga. Yoga. You know? Yeah. Yoga. That's really, that's, that's, that's really intense. I I have I have done some a couple weekend classes mm-hmm. and I have gotten my butt kicked. <laughs> and for those of you who think yoga is not a way of exercise, you are dead wrong. They have not taken a yoga. They have class. not taken a yoga class because I was hurting for a week. <laughs> my abs were hurting for a week, and I didn't even do any crunches. There wasn't any. It was all poses, stretch, stretching, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think um, I had a friend who was teaching a class. And um, unfortunately, he passed away. And as a way for us to grieve, we went to go take a, at his studio, we went to go take the classes. And uh, it just so happened that weekend, it was like your, the advanced classes <laughs> were going on. So people were doing handstands and uh, I fell over trying to do a handstand. So it was intense. And it was for 45 minutes in hot yoga. So, so okay. Okay. Okay, now we're getting to tip number three. What is tip number three? So that would be the full commitment. We're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So you're just giving up milk and then you're looking at things and like, I'm doing this full charge. Mm -hmm. How does your body react to that? So I always have been looking for the latest and greatest skincare products, Uh like a lot of women are. Uh, But I specifically was trying to find something to help with breakouts. Like Mm. it was always happening. 
And so I realized shortly after this transition, I didn't have that problem anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I've always been in good health. So mm-hmm. I don't, and I did not do like blood tests or anything like that to like count my cholesterol numbers. So the first thing that I can say that I noticed is my skin cleared up. Hmm. So that's a pretty nice bonus. Yeah. Like, just think if I had that when I was like 14, that would have been not, if I would have known about that. You <laughs> Let me know. go back in time. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, interesting. And that's, the, and that's the first thing that you noticed mm-hmm. was that your skin cleared up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So maybe instead of having all, what is it? You have those late night infomercials about, hey, yeah. get this cream. Right. Get the solution. Everything's perfect. Yeah, maybe. And then it doesn't work. Maybe eat less meat and then. Yep, dairy. It, oh, is it dairy? Mm-hmm. Do you know what what in it in dairy or? I, no, I don't. I don't no. know all the science. But that's something that, that you're not putting in your body anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that from lots of people who've said they've given up dairy and it's cleared up their skin. Hmm. Anything to the extreme as you're going through this process? I don't think so. Okay. Nothing too extreme. Like on your last day, did you get like a 12 ounce steak and you're like, I might eat this. No, but mm. your, your mind, no, at this point your mind has changed. No, you're not looking at as. No. So, and what was left in my refrigerator, like cheese sticks and things That's like that. That's what was left. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I will eat them. So okay. it, so again, nothing went to waste, but it was, it was just like, okay, well time to, time to look at things differently. And how did, how did Will take all this? To be honest, I think his reaction was kind of like mine. I think he was like, there is no way she can go without milk. Uh-huh. But then on his flip side, it was like, well, when she puts her mind to something, she uh-huh. puts her mind to something. Yeah. So um, he just went with it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, moving forward till today, how, how, do, how does that work? You and Will having two separate diets. So I have a kind of a benefit i feel will isn't food motivated okay. as i as i am uh-huh. um so he typically eats lunch out with some clients at work and then he just snacks but he's always done that so mm-hmm. even when we were first married and i would make the chicken breast with green beans because mm-hmm. that's what you do when you're a gourmet chef <laughs> of 22 years yeah. old um he just wouldn't eat it. And I can remember saying like, why don't you want to eat my food? Yeah. And he would say, I'm just not hungry. And so he's really just not hungry. So it works for us. Okay. But like on the, on the, in the summertime, if we're doing a, you know, cooking on the barbecue yeah, on the weekends, he'll do whatever he does. And then he's actually come up with some great stuff like, oh, let's put the Brussels sprouts in this new pan that I bought and let's try to put it, put these spices on it and that see what happens. That actually sounds pretty good right now. <laughs> so I have some in the okay. fridge. <laughs> but okay. So he was able to work with you. Yeah, I know it was difficult for him at first. I know it was. It was difficult for me because mm-hmm. a lot of our entertainment is going out to eat. This is Dallas. That's what you do. Yeah, the social life. <laughs> you eat. And so that was kind of the hard thing because some of the some of our favorite restaurants, there really wasn't a good option on there for me. So mm. for the first few months, that, that was tough. Okay. Yeah. But on the flip side, how excited were you? moving forward every single day with your new challenge, with this new lifestyle that you had? So it was one of those, um, it was scary. So I was excited, but I was scared because it's the unknown. Mm -hmm. So there's always something new to learn, something new to try. 
Um, it was a it was a learning process, and I'm always learning. So I feel like that just kind of went on to. It's more education. Yeah. That might not be a good selling point for some people. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've realized about myself that as I get older, I'm always looking forward to those new opportunities to learn because then otherwise life just kind of gets bland. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you have to kind of have to be open about things. I'm like, hey, you know, uh, instead of going left, I'm going to go right. When I think about these things, you know, I had like my repertoire of five meals that yeah, I would prepare and, milk. <laughs> and, and my milk. Don't forget that. <laughs> I mean, now that I've gone vegan, there's so many things that I never in a million years would have tried. Mm-hmm. So back five years ago, that probably wasn't the exciting part yeah. for me, but now it is. Can you can you give us an example of, of maybe what excited what excites you now that Five years ago, didn't I? will try anything mm-hmm. as long as it's vegan. As long as it's vegan. <laughs> I will try anything. Okay. And as a little girl, I can remember my grandma would always say, this is an adventure in eating. You should try this. Huh. And I would cry. Yeah. I don't want to yeah, eat yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't make me eat the peas. Don't yeah. make me. Like, it's not an adventure in eating. Uh-huh. So I always laugh because I say, always say she's probably looking down right now. Like, she ha, gets ha, it. Ha, 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 it really maybe, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. understands. And I, I don't know how much that says about our society, especially here in America, um, how we get so set in our ways, in oh, our yeah. routine. Uh, I have a quick story. My family is from Mexico. Um, about 12 years ago, my nephew was about... Okay, how old is he now? He's 19, so he was probably nine. Um, it was his first time going to go visit my grandparents' house. Um, and he started crying the day that he was there because there was no Burger King. Oh. There was no pizza. Like the things, there was no chicken nuggets. He didn't know what to eat. He didn't know what to eat. Yeah. Like the only thing that I think was he he, he would he agreed to eat was like a ramen oh. instant noodle soup. Oh, boy. <laughs> And that's that's another podcast, but like, um, it is it's a different environment because everything was um, organic. Everything was made over a fire. Everything was fresh while we were there. Like it, it wasn't your typical diet here in America. But I just remember him crying, and they had to go get him the soup hmm. to yep. to comfort him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think now he eats anything. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am happy to try. Anything, mm-hmm. anywhere these days. Like what's what's the most ex- what's. Uh, so I'm excited about trying. There's a client that just mentioned a restaurant in Dallas, and he said they have a white seaweed salad. White seaweed. And salad. I'm like, I've never even heard of white mm-hmm. seaweed. I and he's know. like, you would love it. So I, now I'm like, ooh, we have to go there so I can try this seaweed salad. And maybe I'll like it. Maybe I won't. But but, but I'm excited, but it's excited to try yeah, it. To yeah. Try something new. Okay. All right, so let's get into your fourth tip, and this is going to uh, tie in to this program that you've started. Mm-hmm. Your thirty—is it the thirty-day plant-based plan? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, what's tip number four? So, um, I, I put this together to share all of the information that I've learned over the last five years. Mm. I would have people come up to me and say, "Andrea, how do I go vegan?" 
And I'm like, uh, I don't like. Don't drink milk for a month. Don't drink milk. Just don't drink milk. <laughs> or, or what I would say, and I have no clue why I would say this. I would say, just make oatmeal for breakfast. Yeah. I'm like that, but that's not the answer they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So what is this plan then? So basically, it's 30 days, um, and it includes a breakfast, lunch, and dinner recipe. These are not my recipes. It's basically all kinds of different people that I have found on social media that I've learned a ton from Mm -hmm. over the last five years. So it gives you a daily breakfast, lunch, and dinner recipe. Um, I have a little section on there about cruelty-free makeup. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really interesting, and that kind of goes down another angle of being vegan. Um, Most importantly, I feel like for me and my lifestyle is I have a whole – there's a section every day about restaurants and what to do at restaurants. Uh Um, Then I have something fun with social media on there. I have a sustainability tip, and then I have journal questions because I know there's a lot of people that would like to journal this Mm -hmm. experience. Is that is that uh, something that helped you as uh, journaling, or is that just something that you do? Um, I added it in there after some yoga teacher training classes uh-huh. because I know that there's lots of people that do it. I do not journal. Okay. I, I do some bullet journaling every once in a while to kind of track things, and that's just like super simple, easy. It's not like a diary. Yeah. Um, but I know it's helpful for yeah. some people. I think... Um, I think nowadays that's why the um, the meditative is so popular. Mm-hmm. The Eastern religion is so popular. Right. It's the quieting mm-hmm. of the self and having some reflection. Because when I was in that class that my friend, where my friend used to teach, that's what I that's what that's what immediately stood out to me. I was like, oh, it's it's an opportunity for you to be quiet. Right, we because don't our, do that. Because our, our, our days are so busy, mm-hmm. there's, some noise, there's so much going on, and everything's kind of grabbing our attention. And it's hard at first to yeah. get quiet with yourself because you're not yeah. used to it. I, uh, for those of you who don't know, I, I teach a religion class on Sundays, and that was one of the exercises that I tried, to just try to be quiet for five minutes. It wasn't even five minutes, it was three minutes, and, and the kids failed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like Nobody, nobody no. was able to... I'm like, guys, this isn't this isn't hard. Mm-hmm. But it is to get started. But it is to mm-hmm. get, and this is just three minutes. Okay, are there any prerequisites um, to join your program? No. The plan? No. So I tell everybody, I am. It's I am not expecting you to do anything. Mm-hmm. I just want to share the information with you. Okay. And some people say, well, I just want to do Meatless Monday or you know something uh-huh. like that. I'm like, well, that's great. Then you'll have. 30 different days of recipes <laughs> to choose from for your meatless oh, Monday. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? Just it, it, the information's there. You do with it what you wish. Is the information <clears throat> presented in a certain way or what is it that they're getting from you? So I put everything together on a PDF. Uh-huh. And so then I just email it to you every day and then you have it and you can click the links and it's super easy hmm. to read and look at and added in some graphics to make it a little more exciting. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And where can they find all of this? Um, so they can go to my website, which is andreapender.com, or they can find me on Instagram, which I love Instagram. Uh-huh. And my Instagram handle is the Andrea Pinder. Okay. 
So, yeah, and so during that monthly program, I'm available for any questions and anything that they may have. So, yeah. And if uh, anybody's interested Mm -hmm. in this, like, when can they start? I start a new program every month Uh on the first of the month. Okay. Yep. So, easy peasy. So, every first of the month, I have a new group of people signed up. All right. Thank you. So, um, I'll just... uh, Recap those four tips for you. So your first tip was? uh, Oh, I'm recapping. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the first tip is doing your research. Okay. Tip two. And tip two is taking baby steps, however that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. And your uh, third? Tip three is full commitment. And then uh, your last tip. And then the last tip, I would recommend doing the 30-day plan to kind of get you going. Yeah. Great. So thank you for sharing that with yeah, us. Yeah, no problem. Um, I still have a little bit more questions for you. So you, um, so you, you changed your diet. What else changed in you? Not about you, but in you. Yeah. So kind of going along with the awareness, just overall kindness. Huh. You know, I mean, I would go to the grocery store and not care that I was buying a pack of chicken breasts and things like that. And if I didn't eat it, put it in the trash can. And just saying that out loud just makes me cringe. Um, There's a word in yoga called ahimsa, Ahimsa. and it just means non-violence. Non-violence. So you can kind of take that how you want, but after becoming vegan, it really became, it kind of resonated with me. Hmm. Kindness. Mm-hmm. What would our world be mm. if there was a little bit more of that? I wish the news every morning would be focused on all the amazing things instead of the bad things. And you know what's so amazing about that? Um, so my friend, one, one of our producers here on Behind the Curtain, his name's Javier, if you guys remember him from some of the earlier episodes, he got me onto this website called Imager, and it's just, it's just a bunch of people sharing images of things that are going on in their lives, things that are going on in the world. And then when it's a story or an image about someone being kind, the comments just go through the roof. Oh, like nice. there's so many likes, there's so many people favoriting uh, that piece of imagery. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're craving that in our society. But we don't know where to get it. But we don't know where to get it. Mm-mm. And I know there's amazing things being done here. Every single day. Yeah. yeah. Every single day is a new opportunity to we learn. We need to start a new newscast. We new, need to start a new, yeah. News station. We'll start a new news station. Happy stuff, 5 a.m. Happy a. stuff, 5 a.m. <laughs> Followed by breakfast at 6 a.m., yeah. Okay. Kindness. <clears throat> yeah. So... Being vegan is, is your act of kindness mm-hmm. to the world. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything else that you do? That you mind that you mind sharing <laughs> or to wh- to be kind? Um. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I try to be nice to people. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's usually a good one. Uh, I volunteer. Yeah. I'm on a couple boards. Yeah. I've picked up trash around the school. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of hate that. Um, if you ever watched me eat in a restaurant, 
um, after I'm done eating, if I leave crumbs, <laughs> I, I, I put that with my trash. Yeah. Like, I don't want the... <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they, they pay somebody right. to clean that, but... I don't know if it's like my manners, how I was raised, uh-huh. or I just don't like leaving all those little crumbs. I like I, you know, pick uh-huh. it up and throw it in the trash. Yeah, yeah. Like I, even though I know somebody's being paid to, to right. do that, but because right. I, I look at other people and after they eat and like, their kids and there's food all over. Yeah, like, yeah. What? yeah, like, yeah we yeah. shouldn't do this. Yeah, people have to work <clears throat> extra harder because right somebody doesn't know how to clean up. After be nice. This. Be nice. Huh. Vote for Andrea. Be nice. Be nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, coming 2020. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be bad. That would be bad. That'd be really interesting. Just to throw that wrench. We have this Texan news. Oh, I mean, I yeah. know you've lived here long enough to call yourself. The state's a, going vegan. The state's going vegan. Oh, my gosh. I would, I would freak out so many people. I might, I might not be a very well-liked person. <laughs> But it would sure be interesting. We'd all be healthy. We'd all be healthy, yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be like. All right. Um, do any other aspects of your life cross over with your diet? So I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Yoga uh-huh. is kind of the biggest intersection. And it always surprises me when there are yogis that are not vegan. But... You know, part of the the yoga lifestyle is everything, you know, except what's around you. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're just not vegan yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're, they're starting to have their foot in the door. Yeah. Glass half full type of. Yeah. And then with my job, I do a lot of client entertaining. Ooh. And so sometimes it comes up and sometimes it doesn't. And people have been very receptive. They just want to know more. They've never met a vegan. Who is this? Do you have superpowers? There's a movie that claims that we, vegans have superpowers. We can't talk about that. Okay, okay, okay. I'm still here, guys. She hasn't vaporized me. So, so I feel like it's kind of a good educational opportunity pretty much whenever I'm out with people. Mm-hmm. If, if it's appropriate to bring up. So. so, and that's very interesting because it's, I mean, I look at yoga as a um, form of exercise mm-hmm. and then you're combining it with the food aspect mm-hmm. because how much of when we're trying to become healthier, how much is diet and exercise, oh, right. how, how crucial are they together? We need both. Yeah. And we really need to be watching what we're eating. Yeah. So they, what, what's the phrase? You can't out train your fork. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. Okay, so we mentioned, I mean, people doing exercises and they have these these diets. Can you compare diets? Sure. So, I know there's always the new trendy diet Mm -hmm. of the month going on. And everybody jumps on board and maybe they get results and then maybe they don't get results. And then they're done after... Two months. It didn't work. Uh-huh. So the big thing that I say with being vegan, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Mm. So it's, I mean, you can totally do it for 30 days. Yeah. That's awesome. But you really should just, you really should just take the challenge and do it forever. Uh-huh. Um, so I feel like it's more of a lifestyle. And that's so much more whole because mm-hmm. it's not just the trend. Right. It's not just, hey, 
this month we're trying out this new shade of color. Uh, right. It's, well, and I feel like there's so many diets. It's like, I, I'm not allowed to eat this. I'm not allowed to do this. I have to And then do they're this. miserable. Right. They're miserable. <laughs> and so what I always say with being vegan, you're only missing out on like four things. Chicken, uh-huh. beef, pork, uh-huh. shrimp, whatever. But you're gaining a million vegetables and fruits and things that you maybe don't even know you've ever... you didn't even know this mm-hmm. was your new favorite thing. So I feel like it's it's a different outlook. It's a lifestyle. Mm. It's not a, it's not like a quick No. It's not a quick and easy fix because usually that's our approach to diets. Like, oh, it's only 30 days and right. I have to, I have to give this up and then I'm going to get these results that mm-hmm. I want. It's it's none of that. When I always say with these people that are doing these 30 days or 60 days, how do they get back to normal life? After they're done with their diet life. And that's the problem that I feel like we have here in America is we're always on a diet because we don't know how to just live normally. Yeah. So. Maybe we should just start thinking maybe more about moderate, having, taking everything in a moderate Mm -hmm. portion. Yeah. Well, and I will be the first to say that eating vegan does not necessarily mean healthy. Okay. Oh. Let's, so Oreos uh-huh. are vegan. Oreos are vegan. Everybody loves Oreos. Yeah. So so think about that. And I mean, you can do French fries are vegan. Our French fries are definitely. But vegan. we can't live on Oreos and French fries, or right. that you know that's not a healthy lifestyle. So that's always the thing I always tell people: is vegan does not necessarily mean healthy. And those diets that those fad diets, mm-hmm. that's sort of the approach. No, I'm I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to put this this certain element into my body and therefore it should solve right. all of my weight issues. Mm-hmm. It should solve all of my health issues. Right. Right. Uh, so you okay, so you mentioned the word lifestyle. It's not a diet, mm-hmm. it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What else is there to it? So, a big part of being vegan is environmental issues Mm -hmm. so like ending the factory farming use that i'm not participating in i mean that's only helping the environment so i always say there's lots of things that i am not participating in Mm -hmm. to hopefully save the earth um and every little bit helps because think of where we are in 2019 right um whatever whatever side of the spectrum that you fall on one side is saying there's an issue. The other side is saying that there isn't. One of them must be true. I think there's a lot of people that just don't want to admit what they're doing is not helping the earth. Mm. Because then it goes back to our scary question of, well, but this is my favorite food. Yeah, that there's that personal thing. That mm-hmm. you're, if you're facing a, yeah. a confrontation, mm-hmm. ooh, get better about this planet earth. Yeah. And then I think there's just a lot of compassion to animals. So um, it kind of depends on where you stand. But for me, it's kind of a three-pronged, I do it for my health, for the environment, and to save animals. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So I did a little bit of research of my own. Um, According to the Pew Research Center, 9% of Americans are vegan today. Did you know that? So I read that, and I literally said, wow, but that's not surprising. Uh Uh-huh. Why doesn't it surprise you? I 
I mean, I don't know that many vegans. So, I mean, I do from like the vegan community things that I go to. But when I mean, when I'm out with a group of people, I'm always the only Uh vegan most of the time. I did just read something that said that, and I don't remember where it was, but it says that that population is going to like double of being vegan. Mm. And it's like younger, kind of these millennial, young hipster kids, (laughs) you know, it's trendy. Um, So I have a feeling that this number is going to continue going up, especially with all the productions of all these really amazing mock meats. Yeah. Um, There's something called the Beyond Meat Burger that is amazing and it looks like a burger it has the consistency Mm -hmm. of a burger it's so crazy and there's another one called the impossible burger that's very similar and then there's a sushi restaurant here locally that just came up with um or just started offering it's a it's a vegan tuna a vegan tuna and it's amazing i just tried it it's made out of tomatoes which i hate Okay. Side note, vegans don't have to love every vegetable and fruit out there. But I tried it because it's on the menu and I and I want to support this restaurant. Yeah. And it's amazing. It has the same consistency, the same color, the same everything and they and it was in a vegan sushi roll. So I'm like, oh, I'll have the vegan tuna. Because <laughs> according to the research, like 21% of that 9% are, are doing it for... Uh allergy reasons oh well that doesn't surprise me either and there's a lot of bad stuff in, I, the, I, in things i i don't have any research on this but i i remember as a kid i didn't have allergies Mm-mm. like nobody had allergies around me and as i've gotten older more people are allergic to something everything everything uh i just found out about this last year one of my best friends is allergic to peanuts, and I've known him for maybe eight years. That's scary. And I've never noticed about that because we go and we have Thai food, and he's just like, uh, make sure it doesn't have peanuts. So he hasn't made a big deal about it. Correct. Which, that's kind of scary because it's an I know, allergy. I like, know. that's different. I know, but because I, I, he had me order for him one day. He's like, just make sure it doesn't have peanuts. I'm like, why? He must really not like peanuts. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. why? He's like, because I'm allergic to it. I'm like, Whoa. I, like, I stuck, I, mm-hmm. I jumped back in my seat. I'm like, what do you mean you're allergic to peanuts? Yeah. You have never brought this up. So it's funny that you say that because I had a party here last year, and there's a gal that I've known for, gosh, probably, we'll say three years. Mm-hmm. And she was asking all these vegan questions. And she's like, oh, I just couldn't do it. None of that food is flavorful. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I and I was looking at her. I mean, we've been out to dinner multiple times, and another gal at the party goes, you do know she has a 30-day program about (laughs) veganism, right? And she goes, you're vegan? I had no clue. Uh And I said, and all the the food at the party that I prepared for Uh you is vegan. (laughs) And she was like, what? I'm like pineapples are vegan yeah you know like strawberries or i had like a fruit tray and a veggie tray and hummus so do like some hummus yeah everybody loves hummus but that is interesting the nine percent that's all you know almost one out of ten people around you in america i mean i don't know if this is maybe just like city located or is this this survey was this was this the pew research 
didn't really do an extensive all around. Do we take the census? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's going to be, a, well, you know, 2020 is coming up, so yeah. there'll be a new census. That should, they should ask that in the next one. Or, okay. All right, Mike, I, something that, because um, I'll be doing some traveling pretty closely here. When you, when you travel outside of the U.S., have you encountered any inconvenience because of you being vegan? So I haven't traveled outside the U.S. a okay. whole heck of a lot. Okay. My inside the U.S. travels, outside of my Dallas bubble, mm-hmm. it's been a piece of cake. Okay. So I just do a search before I go and I find some places that have veggie burgers and things like that. Yeah. There's an app called Happy Cow. Happy Cow. And it has <laughs> all the vegan uh, restaurants that have been approved by this Happy Cow app. Okay. So you... So one thing with going out, it's easy to find Thai food and Indian food and yeah. things like that. That you, it's super easy. Yeah, yeah, because 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 uh, of religious right. um, restrictions mm-hmm. that they have. Right. Um, there's a lady that I follow on social media, and she does trips, and she just came back from a trip to Paris, mm-hmm. and she said that she was there four years ago, and it was a really hard. It was a struggle. It was hard to just be not hungry. Yeah. And she planned this trip and she said there's actually vegan bakeries and vegan grocery stores. You know, I mean... In Paris. In Paris. Which is like supposed to be a culinary uh, dream world of... Of wine and cheese. Cheese and dead stuff. Oh, and I think that was another dead stuff. (laughs) (laughs) They went to... It was like a whole vegan cheese shop. Which I'm like, that's fascinating. And I just met with a client uh, on Friday, and he went on and on and on, and I didn't realize it was in Paris. And he said, oh, you've got to have Will take you to this place. They do a 14-course meal. And I'm like, 14 courses? Like, that sounds amazing. And so I'm like, where is it? And he goes, it's in Paris. And I'm like, Mm. oh, I thought he was going to say Dallas. Mm. But so... From the time I went vegan five years ago to now, there are so many more options. So mm-hmm. I don't have any outside yeah. the country experiences okay. since going vegan. Uh-huh. Um, but just traveling within the U.S., it's it's been easy. You mm. just have to spend a few minutes on the internet and do a little bit of Part research. Part of that tip number one of research. Yeah, research, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of curious because I, I don't know, if, would it just be easier for maybe you to go to maybe... Uh, like an Asian country where... I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Because I feel like I would have options left and right. Yeah, because I, I know soy is a pretty big part mm-hmm. of their diet, no? Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, like you mentioned in the book that you were the China study, no? Mm-hmm. Where meat is maybe just a side dish mm-hmm. and everything else is the main yeah. hero of the meal. Yeah. So, hmm. Uh, Andrew's going to come back and give us an update when she goes to Paris or when she goes to a different country. I'm taking donations yeah. if anyone. A GoFundMe will be set up for her to uh, discover and pro- provide feedback on these hot button issues of this episode. Okay, so we've mentioned a lot of restaurants that you're, you're, you feel that you're close here in DFW. Could you recommend yes. a vegan restaurant? So I'm going to give you two. Okay. Even better. Even better. So there is a place called the Spiral Diner. Spiral. I have heard about this. Our producer, Alex Stent, who couldn't be here with us today, 
had he had, he had me write he he's like write this down ask her about spiral diner yes yeah, so spiral diner it's a diner so any kind of diner food that you could think of philly cheesesteaks nachos eggs Scrambled, scrambled tofu egg. scramble. So, okay. Um, anything you can think of diner food, they have. And it's amazing. This And this goes back to the just because it's vegan, it's not uh-huh. healthy. Um, so these are kind of my splurge meals when okay. I know that I really want to go uh-huh. and just have 8 million calories. Uh-huh. Um, my go-to there is um, a sandwich called the Mitch. Mitch. And it's a tofu club sandwich. (laughs) And it's so good. It has a spicy vegan mayo Uh and bacon bits. Bacon bits. Vegan bacon bits. Um, It's so so good. And then I typically can't leave without some of their ice cream that they make in-house. It's so good. It's so good. I'm okay. hungry right now thinking yeah. about it. And then they typically have some sort of baked good, like cupcakes or cake or something like that. Uh-huh. So when I go, I get I get everything. Okay. <laughs> and then my other place that I have to tell you about is called Cineholics. Cineholics. And it's a, it's a I think it is a franchise, and it's cinnamon rolls. So there's hmm. one up in Addison. And I know one just opened in Fort Worth, and there's another in South Lake, and it's not advertised as vegan, but it is. But it is. And they're giant. They're giant cinnamon rolls, and you can actually get toppings put on them. Like if you want a scoop of of uh, cookie dough, Ooh. like just think yeah. the, the most amazing sugar laden. And and Will wants to go with you to these places. <laughs> well, remember, Will's not as food motivated yeah, as I am. But he will. Yeah. He will eat with you. Yes, he doesn't love it. He prefers to go to a place, which it makes sense, where he can find something that he wants, and then I can find something that I want. Um, but like every year on my vegan anniversary, uh-huh. I go to the Spiral Diner. Nice. So yeah. Okay. I plan on bringing balloons this year. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, our listeners will join you in and be like, hey. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think any of these restaurants could one day be maybe like a national chain? So I think things are changing. and it, I, This is like the perfect time to have this podcast. Um, Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. It's a franchise. So hamburger place? A hamburger joint. They just added this Beyond Meat Burger to their menu. Okay. Literally, like this week. Um, so I, I've heard two different things. I've heard that they're going to test it out for a month and see what happens. And then yeah. I've also heard that it's just going to be a permanent item on their menu. So I know, I mean, that's 1% of their menu. But, but. but how awesome is that? You're on a road trip, there's, and then there's an option for you yeah. to grab a burger and keep going on your road trip. So I think so. I think I've I've seen so many changes in the last five years. I can only imagine what ten years is going to look yeah. like. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like food science. Mm-hmm. And Taco Bell actually just launched a special vegan and vegetarian menu, hmm. which their stuff is pretty easy to make vegan. Uh-huh. Believe it or not. Uh, it's one of the most vegan-friendly fast food joints out there, the which is, is which is fascinating. Mm. Yeah, because I think that's very popular here in, mm-hmm. in the states. So 
Yeah, it's been a while since I've been to a Taco Bell, but I'm like, I want to go and see all the vegan options. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, so, yes. Yes. We're, we're inching closer I think so. and closer every single day to that. I think so. Hmm. Interesting. All right, and uh, we're just about to wrap up the show here. Something that I guess maybe you get this question a lot, um, but there's, is there anything that you miss from your old lifestyle? Honestly, no. Oh. There's so many things that I'm eating now that are new and fun and exciting and different mm-hmm. that I, I don't, you don't miss have, You don't it. have to have the time to reminisce. No. To uh. my, my boring old chicken breast and <laughs> canned green beans. Yeah. I mean, what I'm making now doesn't compare to that. Huh. That's interesting. Now that you have some... It's been five years now, mm-hmm. and then you have some perspective yeah. on that. Huh. How are the holidays for you? So we cater from uh-huh. Spiral Diner. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's really, when you really think about Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's 800 sides. Yeah. And a turkey. So, so I love it. Yeah. Okay. Like, that makes this sense. This is amazing. You so, don't. So like butter is kind of the first thing that people talk about. But there's vegan butter. There always has been vegan butter. Mm. It's called margarine. <laughs> I mean, again, not the healthiest. Um, but, but, but yeah. So I love the I love the Thanksgiving and Christmas because it's like yes, I have 18 sides that I have to eat today. Mm. <laughs> that's another. That's interesting because yeah, I I don't. I'm not a big uh, Christmas meal type of guy. But I love Thanksgiving because you have this turkey. But my favorite thing isn't the turkey. It's the sweet potatoes. It's the sides. <laughs> yeah. The side dishes are what I'm really excited right. about every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, or for any of you, are, are the sides the heroes of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or the Christmas meal? You know, sound off and you know, let us know. Is really the turkey the hero or <laughs> the sides? Because if the sides are the hero for you, then maybe you know, veganism is maybe the next step of maybe improving your health. The holidays just passed by. There's It's 2019. It's new. Just think about all those awesome sides that just you just Just think about ate. all those awesome sides. And I guess um, I have a bit of proof of this because Andrew and I used to be co-workers and uh, we used to order like a big barbecue uh, plate, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of meat, but there was also a lot of side dishes. Mm-hmm. Giant sweet potatoes. Giant sweet potatoes, mm-hmm. and that's what you had, yep. and you were right there with us in that right. communal experience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. All right, so we're, we're right about wrapping up. Um, thank you, Andrea, for being on our pilot episode of Starter Kid. Thanks for having me. On Behind the Curtain. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, on my website. It's my first and last name, andreapinder.com, or on Instagram, which is the Andrea Pinder. And what's the name of your program? The 30-Day uh, Plant-Based Program. Pretty easy. <laughs> all right. And uh, we'll put all of those links in the description of this episode. Thank you for listening. And have a good day. Bye. Bye.